Hey, welcome into another episode of Basketball Babble, where we talk about all things in the NBA, latest news, updates, reports. I am your co-host, Trev, and as always, I'm joined by my um, other co-host, um, El Jefe, as well as TP, who, um, TP, who, who are you going by today? Just TP to say- Aurelius. TP Aurelius. TP Aurelius. A nod, a nod to Marcus Aurelius. He was a, a famous stoic philosopher in ancient oh. greek times so oh, i just oh. finished uh the book meditations by marcus aurelius and now i'm reading on epictetus which was his uh his teacher okay so i read all the right. student and now i'm reading the teacher okay all right this, yeah. this brother's in his uh in his reading bag i love it all right well um today everyone we have a <laughs> uh, special guest with us today um, we have Sam, who is joining us for the podcast. He's ready to talk some ball, um, some playoff predictions, and um, kind of just enjoy us uh, recapping these first couple finals games. So, Sam, um, tell the people a little bit about yourself and uh, where they can find you at. Yes, sir. Uh, once again, my name is Sam. Uh, big sports guy, big Boston sports guy, because I'm from Boston originally. Uh, you know, sports are kind of dying down a little bit, so it's fine. No worries. But uh, y'all can meet me, <laughs> meet me at uh, underscore SS Wayne. My, it's my IG tag. Uh, that's where I'm at for the most part, or even Twitter too, as well. So, yeah. Cool. Appreciate that, Sam. Um, let me get to my my regular co-host, man. Let me let me see how they're doing, man. Hefe, I'm gonna start with you. How are you doing, man? The Heat are in the finals. They've tied it up one-one. Just real quick, tell us how you're doing before we get into today's Here episode. Here we go. Yeah. I am feeling amazing. Other than my knee, man, I, I broke a little bit. I broke a little bit of my knee, but we're gonna be back. We're gonna be back. I got the best doctor in the world looking yeah. at my knee. He already told me was good. I'll be back on the basketball court. Yes, this is a basketball injury. I was on the court. I had three blocks in that game too. Let him know. I had to let him know. TP, man, you gotta come back out, man. We need you. That energy hey, was there, but I, I am I am fully retired. Don't even. Don't even care. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, 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 don't worry. I was after this injury. I was thinking about retirement, but there's people that are unretired, like Jimmy. Yes, sir. He's leading my guys. Uh, He's getting it. Oh, what's wrong, TP? No, go, Hefe, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I'm, I'm I think continue. I struck a nerve. TP will have his moment. TP will have his moment. Go ahead, Hefe. Continue. I feel like I struck a nerve early saying, saying Jimmy. So it's okay. Let me talk about Bam. Bam is out there. What did I tell y'all, man? Bam is going to come into his own. I said that I don't know how many podcasts ago, and that's what he's doing. He's hitting shots. He's getting boards. I I see no problem with Bam, so we'll talk about Bam. Is that okay? Is that okay, TP? You want to talk about Bam with me? All right. No. Look, whoever, whoever well, Hefe, I'm glad. I'm glad you're good. I'm glad you're good. I'm glad you're happy for your team and everything like that. That's that's a great update. We're gonna really get into game one and game two in a moment here. But um, TP, real quick before we kick that off, let the people know how you're doing. What's going on with you? And no, I mean, I, no I, Jimmy Butler hate man. We just <laughs> high level stuff, bro. No, I'm not. I, I mean, there's there's no real reason to hate on Jimmy Butler. This is. According to you, hey, Miami. This is a Miami Heat basketball team. It's not just a one-man show, as we're seeing in the NBA Finals as of right now. So, Playoffs. you know, a lot of 
a lot of the conversation has been served as you know it's been circling around Jimmy Butler because of that um, explosive performance he had. I want to say in the first round or whenever he had that 50, 50 point performance. But realistically, if you're looking at Miami outside of that game specifically or that series, it's it's pretty much been a well balanced attack. You know, at least look. You know, I've, I've taken some time today to look back at some of these things. It's right. been a well oiled machine led by Eric Spolstra. So. You know, we got to we got to just come to terms with especially Miami. He got fans, you know, got to come to terms with, you know, they don't it's not really a one man band like some of these other teams. No, no, not at all. Not not at all. And Jimmy said it best. He said he said these aren't role players. These are my teammates. Well, I mean, that role players and teammates, they, you know, they're synonymous, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to say to impress everybody in the in the media. You know what I mean? Jimmy Butler's one of those guys like. Oh, you know, we didn't watch the finals. You know, we didn't like, come on, man, cut it out, cut it out. Everybody right. watched, they like, cut it out. We don't need, <laughs> oh, I, right. I don't, I don't want to hold this trophy. I want to hold the next one. Like, cut it out, right. man. We, we right. get it. We right. get it. I'm, I'm not here to hate on anybody. Very, very humble, very humble, like behavior. Very humble. It's, like. it's almost, it's almost too intentional. Oh my God. Anyway, I'm not here to hate, man. I'm not let's, here to let's, hate. Let's just get right in. Let's just get right into it. Let's start with game one of the NBA finals. Uh, obviously, we have the Heat versus um, the Nuggets. And the uh, the Nuggets, they won uh, game one pretty convincingly. Um, they were up by, you know, at 20 at one point, um, but they managed to storm back in there. And uh, Denver still sealed the deal. They covered the spread. They, um, Jokic had a triple double. Um, this was their first, I mean, everyone went crazy. This was their first home game, um, you know, obviously in the NBA finals ever. So the fans were going crazy. It seemed like an electric environment. Uh, Miami was coming off that game seven victory against Boston. Um, geez, but anyways, um, they were in it and they, um, you know, they did what they could, um, which wasn't much. They missed a lot of shots. Uh, Miami did. Um, but I would say game one was just it was Denver's to lose at the end of the day. Um, if they did not win that game, man, I don't I don't know. The series would have been in jeopardy. But um, yeah, let's talk about it, man. Jokic had a historic game, of course. Um, it was an amazing game for Jamal Murray. Um, he really showed out in his uh, finals, you know, debut. Bubble Murray is back. Um, just overall, a really good game. I mean, you can't blame the Heat for, you know, kind of coming up short on that one. Just having really no rest, no preparation time and having to face a very stacked uh, Denver Nuggets team so um, I kind of want to start with expectations going into this game I you know was on the side of Denver I was like there's no way Denver loses but I thought they score a bit more you know they kind of tailed off in the fourth quarter a little bit after putting up 60 at half um, but they ended up you know closing out the game um, even though they let the Miami kind of get back in it within 10 or so but um, yeah I mean what were you guys expectations going into that game did you have Denver kind of locked in um, winning that one um, and then kind of at the the rate that they did, I think they won by, was it nine or 10? I think they won by. Yeah. I think so. It was 11. It was one. 11 that first game. Okay. Um, yeah. What were your expectations kind of going into that game? And did, do you believe that they kind of lived up to it? The, um, um, the nuggets um, and then the heat, you know, a lot of people expected them to come out pretty flat. For me, I'm not, for me, I'm not big on the whole rest thing. You know what I mean? I'm not big on, you know, them sitting there, you know, however amount of days, I feel like it's more, it accounts to more rust and more, you know, preparation overall. As you saw in the second half, that's just what happened. The first half, they just came through, steamrolled them, like they've been practicing for weeks, getting ready for them. As the second half came, full adjusted like he normally does, and they made their changes and they caught up. Same thing happened in game two. So it's, it's just really no lead that's safe against the Heat. The Heat have proven that all playoffs long. It don't matter who they play. So, you know, 
that's just something that Denver has to clean up or they're, they're going to get steamrolled up out of here. <laughs> oh, for sure. That's my man. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Hefe, what about you, man? Um, going into that game, were you all over Denver, knowing your team and knowing they were coming out of game seven? Um, so I always obviously have faith in my team to win games. But realistically, um, from a perspective, just looking at things, um, and like Sam said, I do like teams when they're when they're uh, when they're in the thick of it, not rested. But I did like Denver game one. Um, I definitely like Denver game one. I like the Jokic triple double. I definitely thought that was happening. I mean, yeah. No offense, he does it. He does it religiously almost. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like it's like he just wakes up and triple double. Mm-hmm. Um, but. One thing I didn't expect and one thing I knew was never going to happen again mm-hmm. was when Struess and Caleb Martin combined for one for 17. <laughs> and I watched that fourth quarter run. Yeah. And in my mind and in my heart, I was like, Miami could still win this game. Yeah. But I didn't think we were, but I knew we were winning game two. I knew we were going to come back. <laughs> I knew Eric was going to get it done. Money line Miami game two. Yeah. I honestly thought that if it wasn't game two, I, I figured you guys wouldn't lose by much if you did manage to lose game two. But I figured game three, if you had lost game two, you're going to smack the heat. I mean, smack the nuggets on game three. I figured that would happen as much. But you won game two. I, I thought it would be game three. But, um, yeah, you guys won. Good job. That was impressive. Um, TP, what did you think kind of coming into game one? Did you think this was like Denver's game or like, I mean, what were your expectations? <clears throat> All hate aside, you have to look at what Miami's done for the most part in the postseason aside from, and you know, nothing against you guys being Boston fans, but aside from, I mean, even, even to that point, you know, Boston was up in a lot of the games or, you know, they're up and then Miami makes the adjustments. I think that what Miami does, and it's a nod to Eric Spolstra, he kind of tests the water, sees what's going on. So in game one, the Nuggets win by 11 points, but they're up by an extreme, a pretty large amount in the first half, and all of a sudden the Miami Heat slowly play around and get back into the game until they lose by 11 points. And we know that that's what Miami does. They like to hang around. And if you let Miami hang around in the fourth quarter, whether it be Caleb Martin, um, Max Strauss, or Struess, I'm sorry, Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson, they have, a, they have a long list of players. I mean, Highwater gave them 18 points in game one. And, you know, Jimmy Butler is going to play in the fourth quarter no matter what. I am surprised that Bam Adebayo is actually hanging around with <laughs> Nikolai Jokic the way that the internet was talking. They were going to say, oh, you know, Bam was going to have to pray after getting, you know, game after game after right. game. But it's one of those situations where, you know, you understand that Miami is going to make the adjustments. Eric Spolster is going to make the adjustments. And Mike Malone said that, you know, we kind of lucked up here and was able to steal game one. And as we see in game two, we'll probably talk, we're going to talk about it a little bit, obviously in a little bit, but, you know, Jamal Murray and Nikolai Jokic played like Batman and Batman, even though you, you always have a Robin, but you, you know, you kind of got to pick and choose which one is going to be Robin that night. And the other one is going to carry themselves. It's kind of like not Batman and Robin, but Batman and Darkwing or what's his name? I'm sorry. Night. What is it? Night. Nightwing. Nightwing. I'm sorry. Nightwing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was thinking Darkwing Duck. What a time when, I was a kid, when we were kids. Let's but yeah, start. so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. But, you're, you know, you're looking at the Nuggets like that. They're they're playing not excellent basketball, but playing great basketball to start the game. And then Miami just hangs around. It's like, okay, you can't let this team hang around. And to FA's point, you're not going to keep seeing Caleb Martin, who arguably could have won the Eastern uh, 
Eastern Conference Finals MVP. You're not going to keep seeing him only score three points. You're not going to see Max Strauss go for zero points because in the next game, game two, he starts off the first quarter with 14. So, and you're not going to see Duncan Robbins game one have three points. You're not going to keep seeing that. And then game two, he starts three for three in the fourth quarter. So, you know, Miami is a team of adjustments. And if you, they win like, it's like a, a game of battles, you know, inches as we talk about in football. So, you let you let the you let Miami fuck around and stay in this game. You're gonna have to deal with them in the same. Hey, hey, TP, TP. Sorry, I know. I know. <laughs> we already got him. We let's, got let's him go. early. Let's 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 go to let's get to game two, guys. Uh, just sense, I, just censor it. Just censor most, it. AI. Recent, uh, the AI can recent. censor it. Okay, we'll stop talking about it in pre-production. It won't be in my brain. (laughs) All right, so game two, of course, uh, you know, Miami won that one. Uh, Denver was uh, heavily favored, um, I think nine points favorites in that matchup and at points in time it looked like they were going to kind of you know do that again you know they just looked like the more dominant team um at points in time they were up but I mean Miami started the game out hot I mean they were up um by double digits and then at some point in the game I think Denver got up by double digits but they kind of kept it pretty close towards the end there and um yeah Miami just kind of you know was the better team at the end. I was surprised Denver kind of like was able to get it right back within three points. Murray took that shot. I'm like, man, that, that was, it was a decent shot, man. I know the commentators had a lot to say about it. It's a pretty good shot. It was right on target for the most part, pretty far back though. Um, I thought that Denver would kind of win this game, but I knew Miami was not going to by much if they did, um, if that was the case. And it kind of more or less played out that way until, you know, really the end. I mean, I had potential to go to overtime and, you know, all bets are off at that point, but, um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, what were you guys thinking going into game two? I definitely thought that this was a uh, a Miami spot, but Denver could eke out a victory still. Um, what about you guys? I mean, again, you know, just to continue, you know, that there was this, you know, the stat came out that in the fourth quarter, the Denver Nuggets gave up 36 points on 69 shooting, 69% shooting from Miami. There's no way, there's no way you're gonna win a game like that, especially against a team like Miami. It's 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 borderline impossible. Jimmy Butler doesn't even have an incredible game that you know most most casual fans are expecting because of what Jimmy Butler does. However, what you do notice about Jimmy Butler when he hits a shot, it is suffocating. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a momentum builder for Miami or you know, your team is trying to build up, build up, build up, you're trying to get away with the game. And Jimmy Butler hits a three, and you're just like, ugh, they won't go away. Troy Vincent leads – I'm sorry, Gabe Vincent leads the way with 23 points. So, again, it, it's only a matter of time before the role players wake up – or, sorry, the, the teammates, as Jimmy Butler calls them. I don't know why he had to specify that because nobody was nobody was lessening their their value. You know, that, that's just what they're called, their role players, since Jimmy's the number one, and bam, out of bio for what it's worth should be number two. Well, no, at this point, Caleb Martin is number two. And again, Caleb Martin doesn't have a good game. We're only we're we're waiting, and it's going to happen. So the Nuggets have got to do what they need to do. Mike Malone has to make adjustments and fast because Caleb Martin is not just going to keep hanging around, not doing anything, only giving you three points. Yeah. But they had Kevin Love starting. He's going to heat up eventually, man. I saw this tweet on Twitter, and it's like, yo, Caleb Martin is definitely going to be mentioned in a Drake song, summer twenty twenty three. Like the verse and everything. (laughs) It's just hilarious. But uh, I could definitely see that. You know how Drake does. He'll he'll reference like the hottest like uh, bench player, you know, like a player to blow up like in the the, 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 the,
he had Denver Nuggets nail polish on. He had the yellow and blue. I don't know if anybody saw that. So oh, uh, you're not did here. You, to, he, did to, you see the not, amount of money? They he don't have to. Not have they do not. No, I'm not going to speak no, he, on that. He was talking about gambling. No, no, no. I'm not going to speak on that. I'm not going to speak on that. I'm not going to. I'm not here. Hey, I'm not here to speak about what what <sighs> men do in their free time. I'm here to talk about the gambling aspect that he did, though. He put a, he put a lot of he put a lot of money <laughs> on <laughs> he put a lot of money on Denver to win uh, the finals, and I think he yeah. put a lot of money for them to win in what five or something like that as well. So that means Miami wins. Yeah, uh, Drake. I, I don't. I don't know what his percentage is, but Drake is. Uh, when it comes to the but uh championship games, uh, you know the finals, championships, Super Bowls, he's been. I I want to look that up. I want to see what his uh what his record. He lost. No, he's usually he's usually spot on, but I think he lost the most yeah, he, recent. Yeah, I don't know what he lost. Loss in, for his book. He had the Super Bowl. He definitely <laughs> had the Super Bowl. He had uh he had the Super Bowl before that. The Rams um and Bengals Super Bowl. He had that one too. He had um he had the most recent five. He had that. Um, yeah, but uh, we're not here to glorify this man. We're I'm just saying, glorify, and when it comes to the to, finals, the championship fights, this this dude is he's he's yeah, pretty spot well, on. So. You know, you know who 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 should be winning the MVP this year when Miami wins? Bam, because he's putting on a show. Let's talk about him. I don't know about this. One. He was he wasn't there game one, but go ahead. Yeah, I don't Bam know. wasn't there game one. Bam was the only one that really showed up game one. Bro, it's going to – I mean – 26 I don't see how this doesn't go to Jimmy Butler. I mean, it just further cements his, like, his uh his eventual uh movie about his life, you know? Like, yeah. if this happened. I heard this man say, like, um, did you watch the NBA Finals growing up? He's like, I didn't have cable. The NBA Finals are not on yeah, cable. That's, that's, that's what's Bro. going on. It's like, it's, it's like, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, we, we get he, it. We get he, it. Come on, man. He, had a, he had a tough upbringing from everything I – you know, no, but it's just like this man is reaching to at some points in time to just kind of like it was tough. I'm like, bro, we get it, but like that was not on okay. If you say you didn't have a TV, okay, that's that's a whole nother you know conversation. But um, I say, man, like we we know we get yeah, it, man. We watched the fight. We know you want yeah. like a, a, clip, a clippable, <laughs> yeah. yep. clippable, a clippable uh, act or whatever. You know what I mean? Clippable moment. This is where the movie. Like, come on, man, cut it out. Cut okay. it out. Who plays, who plays Jimmy in the movie about his life? Who plays Jimmy? He probably plays himself the way he's going. <laughs> yeah, not surprised me at all. I can't think of a, an actor on top of my head right now who would play him. Nope. But um, enough of, enough about game one and game two. Uh, let's get in latest coaching hires, right? So the Phoenix Suns, uh, you know, they fired uh, you know, Monty Williams, and they went ahead and hired a new coach recently. They hired Frank Vogel, you know, the bubble champion. Uh, <laughs> he's got a ring, uh, but they hired Frank Vogel to coach Katie Booker. And uh, DeAndre Aiden, as well as the rest of the team. But um, what do you guys think about this hire? You think it was a good addition? He's won a ring recently. You know, he's coached LeBron. Of course, he should be able to coach, uh, you know, KD and Booker. All I got to say is KD is requesting another trade by December. Saying it right now. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Yeah, I just can't see it. Not with Vogel. He hasn't really proven anything. Um, Even when he was with uh, Indiana and he had Paul George and he had all this talent around him. Barely took him to the Eastern Conference Finals. He's not he's not that great of a coach. I feel like the team itself that's constructed right now is not not good enough for what he needs. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just not a good hiring. I don't know what they were thinking when they looked at him and <laughs> what they loved in his interview process, but he just he's not the one. 
He's, he's been bad. off the game. I don't think he was a head coach last year. So, right. um, yeah, it's interesting. It's always interesting when coaches take a year off. It's like, were they studying the whole year or were they just like chilling? Like, I'm going to get to this money now. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, I com- I completely agree with you, Sam. I don't think Vogel's the answer here. And honestly, I, I think they should they should have never let Red- uh, let go of Marty. Marty, but No, yeah. they should have no, Jesus it couldn't is. have coached that team to the Western Conference <laughs> Finals. Yeah. Honestly. It's unfortunate. Like, uh, but... There's no way. Uh, what about you, TP? I mean, it's, it's, it might be one of those situations where they have him in there, just, you know, placeholder to see what's going on. So, you know, to Sam's point, you know, Kevin Durant might get out of there. It might be one of those situations, okay, we need we need somebody to blame when this blows up. They couldn't get it done with Monty Williams. CP3's kind of on his last leg. Devin yeah. Booker is probably frustrated with what's going on. And Kevin Durant moves around. <laughs> he moves around more. I, I'm not going to say anything. This record. I already said the F word once. So, you know, Kevin Durant just gets around. Like Tupac said, I get around. So that's, around. that is Kevin Durant. <laughs> All right. Uh, Philly went ahead and hired Nick Nurse after they um, let go of um, Doc Rivers. I mean, I think this is a decent hire. Nick Nurse is, I think he's a pretty, pretty good coach. Um, he won in, what, 19, I believe, uh, with uh, Kawhi in them. For sure. um, it just seemed like he, the Toronto team, um, him, they weren't gelling. They weren't gelling for whatever reason. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a decent hire. Uh, Philly's just a tough city, no matter what you do. Um, there are rumors about Joel potentially uh, going to another team. I've heard New York. But uh, what do you guys think about this one? I think it could work out. I think it, I mean, I think they'll just be as good as they were last year. I mean, Doc was always getting them a playoff series pretty much. So I see them doing that or a bit more potentially. And that's what I he did for us too. Yeah. I, yeah. I think this is a great hire for uh, Philly though. Honestly, I really do. I And honestly, I when I look at Nick Nurse, I just see Philly all in him. Like I, I he just looks like he's from Philly. I swear to God. <laughs> Yeah. I had to actually look it up to see if he was from Philly to make sure because I, I swear I look at him. Where's like, he from? Oh, he, Where's Nick uh, Nurse I think from? it was it was Ohio. Uh, okay, it's not that far. Or Iowa, mm-hmm. Iowa, Northern yeah. Iowa. Okay, mm-hmm. I got you. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think that's a good addition for them. I think it could work yeah. out. Well. From from a doc to a nurse, I like it. It's not too bad, honestly. Good pick. I mean, they're in the same same medical field, you know, same field. Sort of. same, same medical exactly. field. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I like that. That's a good one from a doc to a nurse. <laughs> oh, man. Um, be, I think it's going to be interesting to see how he handles the the media because they said that the media is going to be a little bit tougher on him than Toronto's media. So they're going to sure. they're going to ask more of him. So we'll see. Oh, we'll see Canadians are more process. polite. Canadians are more polite than allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> All right. So uh, Detroit decided to hire Monty Williams. Um, I like this hire for them because he is an excellent coach. He's got a lot of young guys on that team. And <laughs> no matter what happens this year, they weren't expected. They're not expected to do anything. So, so <laughs> this is a perfect job for him. I mean, like he um, like I saw some uh, tweet on Twitter. It was like he failed upward. You know, like he had the job with all the superstars and like, OK, that didn't work out. And it's just like he got another like cushy job, essentially. I and mean, he's in a good position. No one expects him to win, but he's also a really good coach. So, I mean, he can kind of pick and choose how this, this year is going to go. And no matter what, it's like, it'll probably look good at the end of it. So um, I think it's an excellent hire. Um, that that I think that's a good decision for them. What do you guys think about this one, Monty um, and Detroit? I mean, they're on paper, they're not bad. Um, you know, Jaden Ivy, Kay Cunningham, Bojan Bajanovic, 
Alec Burke is a walking bucket off the bench as long as he doesn't turn the ball over. He's like a he's like a watered down Lance Stevenson just without a bunch yeah. of antics, but you know, he's, he's either on fire or really cold. They've got Marvin Bagley the third out there, Isaiah Stewart, as long as he's not trying to fight LeBron. I mean, LeBron will be out right. soon. And they've also got James Wiseman. So I mean, he he has a a young a, a young team, but they're solid, you know what I mean, on paper. And they have the fifth pick in the draft. So you know who's to who's to say what happens? They got young, young scrappy dudes. The city of Detroit's looking for somebody to believe in. Who knows, man? They don't. They don't. Monty's the proper signing for this team. You know, a lot of guys are mature faster than him. Yeah, I completely yeah, so. agree with that. Um, Monty's Monty. This is a perfect job for Monty. Honestly, when you look at the roster, you look at the draft pick, you look at his expectation for year one and possibly even year two. Is like. Hey, because I think he signed to what a five year deal, right? So they yeah, probably don't probably, expect him to really do anything until really year do three. Anything. Exactly, until year three. Yeah. Exactly. So, so he's got a nice exactly. little cushion. Exactly. So, I mean, and, and, nice and like TP said, he ran down the roster. I mean, you hear some of these names, you're like, who are they? But these are some good guys, realistically. And they're in the NBA for a reason. So, with Monty under their belt, who knows what we could see? We can can we get back to the bad boy Pistons, man? <laughs> That'll be great. The, the NBA is never going to allow bad boy anything ever again. So let's be very clear. Yeah, after after Ron, Ron, they're not enough. allowing that that around anything in the NBA. So, no but speaking boy. of Ja, uh, <laughs> let's get the latest update on Ja. So, um, Adam uh, Silver recently uh, came out and said that decision on Ja Morant will not be announced during the NBA Finals. Um, so that it will not distract from the players that are currently playing and uh, everything that's going on with them um, and just kind of covering the finals game. We don't want any distractions, um, but they do have a decision and they will announce it um, at some point after the NBA finals. Uh, when I hear this, it makes me think a couple of things. Obviously uh, they don't want to, you know, kind of, you know, take away from the finals and talk about John Moran, kind of like when uh, the Lakers lost to Denver, nobody's talking about Denver. They're talking about LeBron and retiring. Like it's so crazy, but uh, yeah, historic because the team is going to the finals. That's never been, but all we're talking about is LeBron's potential retirement. He's 38, you know, like, yes, he's going to retire soon. But um, for this situation, I mean, I think Jaws punishment will probably be, I was listening to like a few people give commentary on this and it kind of like got me thinking like, I think it'll be tough, but at the same time, the NBA definitely thinks Ja is like the next guy, like face of the NBA. Like if you had to ask me who is going to be like the next face of the NBA, and I'm not talking Giannis, I'm not talking Jokic, like the next guy, like I'd say definitely Ja Morant. This is before and after the firearm situation. I definitely say that. I mean, he's explosive. He's got, you know, personality. I mean, you see him just kind of like, you know, making these unreal plays um, he does, he does a lot of things pretty well. So, um, and it's saying that I do think they're going to protect him to some degree a little bit. Um, meaning that whatever punishment he gets, it'll be severe to be bad, but I think there will be kind of room for him to maybe potentially start the year some way, somehow, I don't know, maybe some crazy fine. Like, I don't know. Um, I think that we will eventually kind of be surprised a little bit. So I think I'm silver saying this is kind of bracing us for impact a little bit. But um, I think it might sound severe at first. And then we really think about it. It's like, that wasn't that bad. You know, just from a, like, they want John the court too. Like, they really do want that. So um, that's my opinion on it right now. Um, but what do you guys think? What do you think John's looking at? You think he's looking at a year, two years, uh, a hefty fine, plus some community service. What I heard someone say he might have to cut his dreads or, like, or something like that. Like, I was like, right. 
That's, that's crazy. Welcome, welcome to the show, Joe. <laughs> Might have to, man. <laughs> no. We say the color out or something. Like something's got to give. Like, nah, I mean, I was thinking back on it, and I was thinking about Gilbert's uh, old suspension when he got it. He got fifty games. You know what I mean? He's he probably in the locker room just threatening. Uh, what was his name that one time? Um, so people, got, people got hurt in that though. Like no one got hurt. Potentially, someone could have got hurt. Someone, yeah, could've, yeah, but no, one yeah, got. Yeah, I, I got I, hurt, you know, and it's kind of similar to the Josh situation too as well. Nobody got hurt. He's just flashing it, you know, being unfortunately a black, a young black dude. <laughs> that's just that's what we do, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, I think honestly, they'll try to make an example of him. But like you said, he is the face of the league. He is going to be the face of the league. They want him on the court. <clears throat> I think at most maybe 20 to 30 games to keep it under that. I don't want it to be that much, but I think just because of his antics and being the second time around, um, him doing something like this, flashing the gun, they want to protect their image. They want to pre- protect him too as well. So um, they're, they're going to have to lay down some sort of law, you know, just to for the next player to not do that. That's really it. Yeah. So, yeah. Looking at a half a season suspension, 41 games out of there. Yeah. I wasn't trying to get there. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I, feel, I feel like they want to give him enough, but like still allow him to play a little to be eligible for all-star. You know, like I, I, that's kind of like what I'm thinking because no, they, they I, want no, John I, I don't think they want that this year. He's got to I mean, suffer some way somehow. Yeah, they, they have to suffer. He, they have to suffer because the world saw it. Like if the What's world the, didn't see it, if this was just something like he was in his car. Yeah, so so you got to tuck him away from the all-star game for a year. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where I think that if there was a way that he would still be eligible for all star, I think that's the route that the NBA would take because they want to see this guy. People want to see him. He's explosive. And I think the team will be fine record wise without him. They have a good team, a good coach. But I mean, they want to see Ja. Like he is the star of the show for sure. Um, but yeah, I could see that happening, Hefe. I could definitely see that if they're really serious about it, sure. You know, like you're gonna miss all star, you're gonna miss all these team activities you are going to miss so much stuff. Um, you won't be eligible for really any awards. Like if they take all that stuff from him where he can't even, you know, um, do anything outside of a fan vote, then, I mean, that's, that's significant for sure. Um, I'm nervous and hesitant to whether or not the NBA does it, because I think they're going to try to protect the kid, honestly, like the same way they did with the first one. I mean, like that suspension but, was kind of weak. But the problem is he's already done it. They got to teach him a lesson now. Now's the time to teach him a lesson or there will be a third time. I promise now is- now, now is the time the to time. teach him a lesson. Um, I do think that the NBA, if not the Memphis Grizzlies, have probably put some measures in place to make sure, like, these incidents don't reoccur. Um, I think I talked to you guys about on a previous episode, a handler of some sort, you know, kind of follow yeah, John. They need to call, like go with said, him everywhere call he goes. Yeah, call, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm sure the NBA um, has looked into, if not the Memphis Grizzlies, have looked into hiring someone to kind of, you know, do that sort of thing. I mean, it'd be foolish yeah. if they had not already, but – I don't know. I mean, it, it's tough to say. I mean, you've already put it out there in people's minds, kind of like what, you know, like, oh, it's not coming until after the finals and people are already bracing themselves to the worst. So maybe it won't be as bad. I'm bracing for the kind of the worst for him. Um, not that I feel bad for him because he, you know, did it twice, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. Just things. But what about you, TP? I mean, what yeah, do, I mean, you, do you think this I mean, I, I know last week, I, you know, I kind of hinted at if, if, if he was a certain person or, you know, not an NBA player, it wouldn't be a big deal. Obviously, that's the case. But he is an NBA player. And, you know, part of the deal that is struck, you know, the collective bargaining agreement, things of that nature, you know, NBA, there's just certain rules and regulations that NBA players have to abide by. And this isn't just the first offense. This is a second offense. 
he's admitted to having certain issues. And if that's the route that he's going to take, he's going to, you know, that's the, I don't want to say excuse, but if that is the reasoning behind his behavior, then he obviously needs to take some time away, especially after signing the Supermax. You know what I mean? They're not going to continue to give you all this money for you to waste away and create these issues, even if you don't want to be a role model. As, you know, Charles Barkley said in the 90s, I don't want to be a role model. Now, he, he the, the after effect, I mean, the after effect of that is, you know, he's saying we should have role models, our role models should be like doctors, lawyers, you know, people in, in these, in this field, not just basketball players, but there's more than just sports. John Morant, even if he doesn't want to be a role model, he's, you know, it, you don't have to be a role model, but you're just not setting an example at all for anybody. It don't, nobody can defend you. Like my father used to say, he still does say, you can't defend it, can't defend indefensible. And this is an indefensible. So at this point, you know, all of you guys seem to be around the, the ballpark, you know, 20, it, it's, it, I feel like it's going to be more than 20 games more so leaning towards like the half, half a season, just because an example has to be set. Unfortunately, he's, I mean, fortunately for him, he's young in his career. He is a superstar by all means. Hopefully he doesn't mess up the Nike check if he already hasn't. So, cause you know, when you mess up the Nike I, check, it, it, it's pretty That's a, that's a good, that's a good point. I feel yeah. like um, he has not messed up the Nike bag because I feel like that would have already been pulled. But the mm. second time happening, I feel like it would already been pulled. I think. I thought they pulled their shoes. Nah, they still sold it that weekend. Yeah, okay. they sold out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they sold yeah, out. Right, yeah, right, and it's right. like Nike's paying attention to that as well. So he hasn't done anything like as crazy as it sounds. He really hasn't done anything that is warranting him losing deals. Um, to my knowledge, he has not lost any deals. I think the no, consequence has been like the postponement well, advertisement. Well, I heard with Powerade, it just like they had a campaign or an ad ready to go, and they just mm-hmm. did run it so it's one of those things where okay maybe they'll scrap that plan and they'll do something else later but i don't think he lost anything and that's the thing he hasn't broken any laws um if he were a different color potentially maybe the narrative is different and all those things are being paid attention to as they dole out the punishment because the nba definitely doesn't want to be in a place where it's like oh well you had a you know african-american player that you know had a firearm we don't know jaw has you know permits for these weapons um even with the first incident, he didn't get in trouble. They said no laws were broken with anything at all. So um, we really don't know what he, you know, um, has or doesn't have legally to, you know, even possess that firearm. So at the end of the day, it was it's it's more reckless than anything, and it's um, nothing's come out that he's broken the law. So yeah, he hasn't lost any sponsorship deals. Um, people aren't paying attention to that. like, oh, he's going to lose this, he's going to lose that. No one's left of sides. So, I mean, that yeah. should kind of a little bit. Um, the other thing I will say, though, even with him having permits, you know, there's still rules that he has to abide by, abide by as an NBA player. With the, sure, the conduct, personal conduct. Exactly, you know, if, you're, exactly, if your job, exactly. like any job tells you like, hey, um, you know, we saw a video of you just kind of uh, just out there kind of, you know, mm-hmm. doing thing um, at a party or something like that. We don't really think that's a good look for our company. We're going to have to find you. For sure. Like, sure. Yeah. Any job. That's and the NBA is, you know, one of the biggest jobs. You're on TV. Um, you know, people know you. You're a celebrity to some level and you are making a lot of money and there's a lot of money at stake so people don't want to mess any relationships with tv or, or whatever so it's yeah. important totally agree man last thing i'll say man if you want to fuck around, i mean if he wants to mess around like that give his knees to d rose that's it if he wants to mess around we gotta you know, the end of his career yeah. and just you know explode yeah. that's it <laughs> the, the, the Knicks could the Knicks could use it because you know <laughs> it, it's kind of sad watching D Rose just sit on the bench just and then sit, he gets it in yeah. garbage time and the guard and applauds like 
I mean, as, as if D Rose wasn't a, a, a generational talent before he was injured. Yeah. So it's like, John, don't don't Come waste on. the gifts that were given to you because you want to play with guns, man. Go, and get and get offline. Get yeah. offline. <laughs> exactly. Get <laughs> offline if you're gonna do it, man. I don't understand the obsession. Time to power down, down, buddy. Don't. Yeah. Power yeah, down. Power down. Yeah. Yeah, power down. Disable Instagram. Whatever. I think there's a setting yeah. for that. Uh, anyways, anyways, enough about Ja. Um, so we are going to talk about the Boston Celtics, man. I mean, a series that many people thought they should win. I believe there was a 3% chance the Miami Heat won. When I saw that statistic, I was like, man, the Heat are going to make this a series. At, at the very least, they're going to make a series. No, they, might, they might just win the thing when I saw that because they love to give out these crazy figures that it's never going to happen or it's a small chance and then these things happen. So that was my initial thought. And I know the Celtics like to play with their food as they've done most of the year, the regular season as well as the playoffs. Um, so I was, I was definitely one of those people that was like, uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm just kind of just watching the games, but, um, what's next for them, man, Joe Mazzula. Um, I believe he, Sam, did he sign an extension already? No, they just said they'll bring him back another year at least. So. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure if he had signed an extension early on, but, um, yeah, I think, I don't think it's a bad idea um, to put Missoula in the spot that he was in, meaning like he didn't know, no one knew on that staff what was going to happen with Ime. Um, he seemed to be beloved by the team. So it was a huge letdown um, huge. for a lot of players. Um, just when they were down three and oh, I remember there was a report that came out. And I think it was, uh, it might've been Woj that he reported on it. He basically said, you know, a lot of issues are just stemming from the fact that Ime was just kind of taken, you know, from them essentially. And it was never really decided on the players didn't have a say. And that kind of just carried on throughout the year. Now people would think that, oh, it's all good because start the year, they were just, you know, like nothing happened. It's like Ime, Lula, don't matter. Like Celtics still going to cover spread. They're going to win all these games and, you know, look great doing it. So people kind of didn't think about it, but I mean, that was always in the background. A lot of people thought it was an HR issue versus a, um like a uh just a, a team or like a um a uh a league issue you know what i mean like a just like yeah. uh, you broke a rule type of thing so yeah. i believe it was ar ish i mean hr issue for sure but once the news gets out there i mean what are you gonna do it's one of those things where it's like well you can't really just let it slide um but you may did get a new job another job which me which goes on to say like it really wasn't as big of a deal as as you know they they made it out to be but um uh, throughout the season, there were rumors of him getting the job with Brooklyn and, you know, players are like, why can't he come coach with us? If he can coach somewhere else, you know, yeah. all that type of stuff. Um, but you know, people's feelings were hurt, you know, a lot of different things going on. So in my opinion, what's next for them, I think they keep Missoula. I mean, he didn't even have the opportunity to get his own staff together. I mean, he just like, just had to go into the season with, you know, whoever was there and I'm sure yeah. he had ideas and things he'd like to run or execute that he didn't have a chance to do, but, um, for being a coach in that situation, where um, it's not like he was selected to be the head coach. He was just the next guy up and just ran with it, making it to game seven, down 3-0. I'll say job well done in terms of just you got to game seven because no one thought you would after, after being down like that. So, um, yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. A lot of luck as well, not just all his coaching. A lot of that falls on the players. But um, they brought Zula back. They pretty much hired all the top um, coaches that were out there. So that already indicated they weren't going to do anything. Um, I think they're kind of waiting to see what they have in him, honestly. Um, it's pretty young guys, like 34, 35. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would have loved to see uh, Monty come this way. I, I, I've sort of seen Monty go hired by the Suns. I would have loved to see us just let go of Joe, bring him in, because he's the way better coach for that type of oh, for sure. overall. As you've seen what he made pulled last year, his whole thing from the offseason that was consensual, 
I'm just saying it was consensual. It wasn't. It's not like he raped them. You know, exactly, it's, exactly. It's consensual. Even if it's HR, he, it, they yes. they agreed to this and they both went in, went and did it. You gonna do it? Suspend him half of the year. Suspend him forty games, whatever it may be. That's cool. You know, what I mean, bring him back because he was the main force to help us go. You know, help us go over to get over the hump. If we had he uh, made this year. It would have been the same thing against the Heat. Sorry, FA. It would have been the same thing against the yeah, Heat. I don't know. You put you put them up against. I, they kept saying they kept saying Ime was like um, he was more of a force. Where like Joe Mazzulla was more like he was he was a guy, but he was more soft spoken. His message yeah. didn't get across. It didn't it didn't mm-hmm. it didn't pump you up to make you want to do whatever you had to do. So um, yeah, that's I don't know. That's what they, that's what they say. I don't know. Oh, it's no. just it's just it's just tough to call you know what i mean and you know being a celtics fan you know it's, it's been the last i'll say seven eight years we've had a team to, that you could say that, that can make it to the finals since it days in 2017 mm-hmm. could have made it to the finals that year too as well um it's more so on the core like the superstars core and honestly i don't even think that jalen brown should be the one that to be leaving i think it should be tatum i think we need to be mm you know, getting assets for him and getting him out because he's more of a finesse player. He doesn't, he doesn't, he don't really like find that dog in him until it's like too late. That's really it. And it's just, it's just not, we don't need that on the type of team that we have. You know, he, he could drop his 40, his 50, he could drop his, his, award, his, you know, his big numbers and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, um, he doesn't show up when it matters. And that's, that's a big thing that we need. Um, as you saw during the finals last year, we were up 2-1, you know, in that game four, we're about to about to be up three one. Yeah, he just didn't show up. He wasn't there, and that's when when you need him the best, need him the most. So, um, I would say honestly, I mean, JB, you got you got to remember he went through his uh, little finger thing before the his base. He broke the base or whatever on his finger. You know, I mean, his facial injury was yeah, messing up all too, that stuff. Yeah. So he was kind of off this year, but he was still giving you his goal. Tatum gets a little sprained ankle in the last game, game seven, and non-existent. First, first play of the game, man. First play of the game. That was non-existent. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Gabe Vincent played at the end of the game last game. Remember when he rolled his ankle yeah, you know, on the yeah. three-point line? He played the rest of the game that game, just out of the next game. You know, so. I don't know. It's just something with Tatum that I feel like he's just not not there. He's not. He doesn't have that dog in him. But I do like the signing of Sam Cassell, bringing him back, you know, to put him on the bench with Missoula. That's what we need. He needs some some other ear in his, you know, in his arsenal. But it's just, I, I can't really call it with the Celtics right now, honestly. Um, I know we get Gallo back again ne- next year. Gallo was supposed to be a big piece this year. Um, he would have been a very, very good death piece, death piece this year. But I really don't know, honestly, with, with, how, with how it's going. It's, it seems like this, the ship is sinking. That's all I got to say. It, it does. It does. I still think some way, somehow the Celtics will find themselves right back in the mix playoffs uh-huh. for sure. Um, second round, third, third round, you know, just going up there. Um, I think one of the most interesting things you said was about Tatum. Um, he should be the guy that potentially moves on. I have to disagree because Tatum, at the end of the day, he's a top eight player in the NBA. Those guys don't get traded unless they ask to be traded. Uh, it just, that's how it is. So I don't really uh-huh that as a, a true possibility and he seems to be beloved for the most part in boston um yeah, but yeah. brown not so much jalen brown kind of seems like he wants his he shook it up. yeah you know like yeah. he was the one that had the really bad performance tatum performance wasn't great but he got hurt so people are more kind of forgiving about that um so i, I think you know jay potentially be uh reunite with Ime in houston i could totally see that happening yeah, um that would be crazy imagine if james harden 
uh, Jalen Brown, Jalen Green, like too much. That's crazy. Too I, much, bro. That's gonna like in my. That's gonna like hurt Jalen Green's process uh-huh. progress or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that'd be crazy. I mean, because I don't think Harden's gonna play all them they, games. They would have to send Jalen Green our way. They would have to. Yeah. Because I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's too much. Yeah, right? that, that, I was also right, thinking so. about you know JB going back to Atlanta, his hometown. I was getting Dejounte Murray or something like that. I don't. You know. I could see that too. I, I could see I'd that. Rather they talking about know. trade. They talking about trade. Um. Moving him or something like that. I've heard I've heard rumors about that. So yeah, yeah. I've been saying that too. So yeah. We we need some to be shooken up between this the superstars. I'll say overall. Unfortunately. I, I agree. And one, one last one about this yeah. update, man. Robert, Robert Williams. I know he didn't start the year. He was coming from that knee injury. But when he returned, I mean he just he what did he do? Well, he did nothing. He did okay. not he's supposed to be this defensive guy, like okay. this. This guy was just never, yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. it's just a lingering injury, but he just never was. You that had guy, almost yeah. almost that, 40 year that, old uh, how yeah. Horford was kicking at, you know. Yeah, Alfred <laughs> so, Al- and started lot up man. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a choice. Yeah. So, so there's there's a lot of things that they gotta shake up. They gotta start with a big man. I've been talking about a big man, I would say since 2017, honestly, because we need rebounding. All we go is with the small, small game, and that can only work so long. If we went against Denver in the finals, yeah. we probably wouldn't would have been getting work down though. I hope we definitely would have not oh, handled sure, them at all. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure. So it's it's good that Bam's sure. putting up a fight right now, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. But, um, yeah, we just need some rebounding presence. The people that they keep bringing in make no sense. Uh, Mescala, <laughs> you know, people like that that are like role players at the end of the bench. It just doesn't – and they're just seven-footers just to be there. But it doesn't make any sense. We got to yeah. start, like, you know, actually finding some talent. That's, that's really what's killing me right now. So we'll see. Agreed. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, it has to happen. I mean, you guys uh, have ATP. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, these aren't your teams, me and Sam, but uh, you got anything else to add about ways the Celtics can improve some things that you probably probably noticed as well? I know you both don't want to see it, though, but go ahead. <laughs> TP, you nah, want to so, go first or you want me? I, no, nah, I'll go first because I know okay. you, you know. And to be fair, I, I, I don't have any true dislike for the Boston Celtics. I used to root for Paul Pierce. That was my guy. I mean, you okay. you guys pretty much covered all the bases right there. So, you know, I, I will uh, I'll let that be as it may. However, I do I do want to be on here publicly because I, I know in our in our chat, I uh you know, kind of kind of got on some nerves or when the when the Boston Celtics were down 3-0. So I do want to publicly apologize to you, Sam, for you guys making it a series. I will publicly apologize to you for that because I, I shut up, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I will, I, hey, I will, but you know what? Hey, hey, look, yeah. look, look, the moment Sam wrote back, I'm just going to root for my team. I knew yeah, I Boston I knew. was going to make a series out of that. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I was like, I why just, did he uh, poke the bear? Because I was like, he poked the bear. I was like, oh, no. no I just I just want to, I just want, as a man, as a man <laughs> to another man, I want to publicly acknowledge that I was, you know, even <laughs> my Knicks were eliminated. We, we've all fallen victim to the Miami Heat. So, you know, I, I should have been not. rooting more so for you guys. And I, to be fair, I was. But once you guys went down three, I was like, all right, this is unacceptable because. Right. I, with every ounce of my being, was rooting for you guys to eliminate the Miami Heat. Every, any and everyone can tell you my distaste for Jimmy Butler exceeds even my distaste for the the Washington Commanders and the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Something about Jimmy Butler that just grinds my gears. Yeah. It's it's really an annoyance. His brother has some deep rooted um sense of hate. It's because he's it's because it's because he's not really 
Jordan's son. You know, he had the. I mean, has nothing. It does nothing to do with it. It's just something about the ball. I just can't. What it is. But hey, we talk. We talk. We're talking about me. We're talking. We talk. Yeah, you're right. We're talking about Boston. So I'll get back on track. Sorry, sorry. For once, I just want to apologize. I will say, I all all my hate aside, I'm gonna give some real spill on Boston right here. Personally, I agree with you, Sam. Tatum should go. Um, Jalen Brown deserves to run the team. He showed it. He's proved it. Tatum was missing uh, the first two games of the, of the Eastern Conference Finals in that fourth quarter. He wasn't there at all. I didn't see him. If y'all did, let me know. So now you Not think yet. he's supposed to get rid of a top eight player for a top? Currently, top uh, twenty-five player. Like, come on. Assets. No, I'm, Assets. Like, well, well, no, no, because 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 they can they can get on the phone with the Blazers. They can make a call with with somebody. They can get some draft capital. They can do a whole lot. All I'm I saying mean, is, be, I agree with Sam. I, I don't know. I don't know if Jalen Brown is the answer, man. Because he gets Jalen Brown is not the answer, bro. No, he might. Yes, you can get a haul. Yes, well, Jason Tatum's obviously not the answer either. But you're not getting. No, you're you're not. Hold on. How you have a 38 year old player get tweak his ankle and still go for 30 plus? First of all, first of all, LeBron James is a different is a different character. Where but Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum's supposed to be up there with said, the greats, hey, right? Remember, hey, remember the picture of to yourself. You tried to slide that Tatum as a LeBron is like like a father figure over him. You know the picture I'm talking about? You all have seen it. It's like it was Tatum's profile picture for the longest time. It was LeBron. I, it was LeBron. Oh. He was in the <laughs> he was NBA. It's yeah. Tatum was like a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just now, I heard you. You heard this, tried to slide that in quietly. The goat James thing. I heard that. Try, try to keep that wasn't to yourself. Quiet. It, wasn't it was quiet. quiet. I heard it was. It was. You know, it was, little, you know. It was wasn't subtle. quiet if we it all heard subtle. it. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you. It, it couldn't but have been hey, quiet if we all heard it. <laughs> but hey, Boston's out of here. They're eliminated. Um, enough about them. Unfortunately, let's get back to the Heat and uh, the Denver Nuggets. So we got Game Three on deck on Wednesday, I believe, and uh, Game Four would be Friday, right? Yeah, Friday. Okay. Cool. So uh game three in Miami. Um man, I think that Denver wins this game. Some way, somehow they win the game. I think that it looks it's gonna look the Heat's way for for a while, but then I think Denver kind of comes in. I'm going with the Drake bet. I'm gonna be honest. With you. I'm going with the Drake bet. I looked at the spread for this game and it's uh it opened up plus one and a half. Um what that means is that uh I feel like the books don't really know what to make of this. They have Miami at home, even though they just won, but they don't necessarily want to make them a favorite, um, but they have Denver as a short favorite. I just see this uh, spread. I'm just like, what are, what are they doing? Like, I feel like this would have been the spread we got if Miami lost game, um, lost the game, or they would have been one or two point favorite, something like that. But um, that just makes me think that the game is going to go like lopsided one way, and then it'll probably lock up to be kind of close towards the end. Um, I see... Denver kind of not see Miami kind of taking that um, dominant lead uh, throughout the first half. Um, and then Denver finds a way it looks bad for them, but they find a way to get back in it some way, somehow I'm going with the Drake bet. I know you don't want to hear that half fake. You look, you look pissed off. You look annoyed, um, but that's where I'm at with it. That's how I think game three will go. Um, and subsequently game four, um, you know, so it is, it is what it is. Uh, and then they close it out in Denver on their home court. I know that's crazy. That's not normally the prediction I would go. I would think that Miami's going to get the game at home. But um, you know how I feel about sports and, like, them being rigged and, like, all these little different things going on. It's a script you got to follow. Um, 
I'm going to look up Drake's record. I'm going to look up his record in championships and finals match and like these big event matches because he's he's normally spot on. And I kind of want to see, uh, you know, what that is because um, he knows something. Drake, I mean, uh, someone's giving him this information to put it out there. So I just I just think that these guys, um, they already know something. They put it out there and it, it is what it is. You just kind of take it or don't take it. But um, I still had nuggets for the series. Um, I'm kind of just going off of just like, more so stats than anything versus what I actually saw. But um, that's that's how I feel about it. I mean, maybe a low-scoring game. I don't know. Um, what do you guys think? Where are you at with game three and then uh, game four as well? And I'll go to you last, Hefe. I want to hear from you last. Uh, for me personally, uh, I say the Nuggets get the next one. Miami toss it up. Uh, game four. Um, I, I still have Nuggets in six, you know, regardless. But um, – Miami will make an interesting next game. I feel like they'll probably lead the majority of the game, and then uh, the Nuggets will pull something out of that, you know. So that's what I'm thinking, honestly, because uh, Miami, they just don't lay down. At the end of the day, no lead is safe. Uh, like we spoke about earlier, it's just it's tough to just beat them all the way through. I, I don't understand why, really. And the hum, the humbleness of Jimmy, 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 like uh, Aaron was talking about, man, I'm tired of it myself, you know what I mean, at the end of the day. The whole team surrounded. They're, they're surrounded with a lot of talent. This is why this is why they've been winning the games the way that they have. It's not just Hemi Butler. At the end of the day, it's it's a collective unit plus Postra. So they're getting it done on all angles. And I just feel like you know at the end of the day, it's still gonna be Denver at six. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, um, TP. Go ahead. I don't know. I mean, I I do think after games three and four, we're gonna we're gonna have a series tied. But I, I think Miami coming home for the first game, there's something there's something about that environment, that energy, mm-hmm. that it's going to be hard for Denver to, like, settle in for the first game. So I, I think Miami gets them the first game. But I do think with this, in the same situation, Eric Spolscher makes adjustments. Mike Malone is not a slouch of a coach himself. You know, he understands what it takes. I feel like even though this might – even though this is his first finals appearance as a head coach, I think he understands what it takes to – have his team adjust. They they too have a bunch of players alongside Jokic, and you know, in, in some some conversation, some realms of thought, you'd say that Jamal Murray is actually leader of this team, and Jokic is the you know the, the number two. But I, I do think that if the Nuggets can find a way to get everyone involved and not just have Jokic run the show like they did last game, because that that's pretty much how you beat the Nuggets. Because Jokic is going to do whatever he wants to do ultimately. He can be as unathletic and as slow as he wants. He is going to give you that 40-point triple-double. Now, what are you going to do about Jamal Murray? What are you going to do about Bruce Brown? What are you going to do about Contavious Caldwell-Pope? What are you going to do about uh, Michael Porter and Aaron Gordon? You know what I mean? you got to shut those guys down. And I think I think Miami's going to do a good job of, you know, recognizing and letting Jokic do his thing in game three while everybody else gets settled. Jamal Murray might have a decent game, but game four – think the Nuggets really make the adjustments and I also agree there with Sam I think the Nuggets make that adjustment in game four and that's going to be what gets them over the hump unfortunately FA I do think that the Nuggets do win in six that's just where I stand FA I I gotta hear from you about everything that's going on man like I 
Hey, look, I respect each and every one of you guys, and I respect each and every one of you guys' opinion. Whenever, whenever someone starts something off with that, they, <laughs> they respect. Like they really don't respect whatever they just said previously. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, coming. it's like no offense, but you know, I don't, I don't mean to offend you here, but you guys, right. that's, hey, look, exactly. that's hey, look, oh, yeah. that I expect that you know because we've been underdogs all year. We were told as soon as Tyler Hero went down, we're not making it past the Bucks. Is Tyler Hero playing this game? Hey, look, I'm not going to disclose that information. Eric Spolster let me know, but I won't let you know. Jeff, it's public knowledge, like yes or no. It's, it's not, it's not public <laughs> or you don't know. It's not public knowledge yet. That's why you oh, it probably is. It's probably, it's probably questionable. I just don't know the it's, latest. Is he's, yeah, questionable. he's still questionable until okay, further so, notice. We, okay. We'll let you know at the tip. We'll let you know an hour before. That's what we have to do. You know, no go, no game plans here. These Heat fans, man. <laughs> go ahead. But, but you want some predictions, man. Here, let me tell you. Game three, Miami. Game four, Miami. Game five, Denver. Game six, Miami. End of story. Mm-hmm. Who's you smoking before this, Hefe? Absolutely nothing. Yeah? Okay. All right. Hey, hey, kids, we, we don't do drugs, all right? We we look, we we got Deer Park water, bro. I was that's all we sipping. Cigarettes, right? bro. What are you talking about, man? We don't even do that. Like I said, all we got is Deer Park water, kids. That's yep. all we need. You understand? We hydrate with life, and bam. And like you guys said, hold on. Let me matter of fact, game three is going to be Caleb Martin's game. Okay, game three. I'm telling you right now. I'm putting it. I'm stamping it. J Cole is going to be in the building gonna get done all right that's how it's gonna go i mean miami and six fellas miami and six all right we, we shall see we'll see what happens uh I, we're all on the other side oh, i'm sorry Hefe. i'm sorry that's just where we're at with it um i did pull some interesting information i just kind of wanted to read this out to you guys uh so i found this article how much did drake bet on the nuggets so according to his instagram drake put down a one million dollar bitcoin stake on the Nuggets to win the 2023 NBA Finals outright. He also separately bet an additional 250000 on Denver to win in five games. The million-dollar wager would net the rapper just uh, 230000 profit if the Nuggets mm-hmm. ultimately win their first championship. And the quarter-million stake would be the real moneymaker. Mm-hmm. Nikolai Jokic and company um, rebound from Sunday night and uh, win the series in a 4-1 gentleman sweep. Uh, Drake yeah. would make uh, 600000 So uh, <laughs> uh, they went on to say for how Drake is secretly rooting for Miami, particularly they say it's his second home at this point and hoping he reverse jinxes the heat into a championship. Only Champagne Poppy knows the real answer. That's how it um, how it ended. But uh, <laughs> um, one, one thing I will also say is, though, too, um, and I'm not sure the actual percentage, I, I, but I know it's a pretty high percentage. When a series is tied like this, 1-1, and you go into game three, the winner of game three is normally the winner of that series. And the finals, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, just in any seven-game series from what they were saying. There's a Except stat out on that. Um, but, I mean, obviously the stats always don't, you know, work in the favors, but, you know, there's a good stat for us to look at, too, to see who wins game three. That That is, that is true. Um, I want to give you guys one more um, bit of information about this betting stuff. So – um, if you guys remember the fight, um, you know, with Tank Davis a few months ago in April, um, Drake also bet on that. He said that um, he had a one million dollar wager um, during that. And they said that um, that bet 
Um, that million dollar wager is about as safe as a high stakes bet as a uh, Drake could have made. Um, similar to that bet, um, basically the Nuggets bet as well as the Tank Davis bet. Um, so even if someone were to put crazy amounts of money on the different Nuggets to win, it wouldn't make that much money. I don't know the current odds at this point, but I mean it's nowhere near um, like you know minus one hundred or anything like that. I believe it's probably closer to two hundred at this point in time, but. Still, I mean, I think it's um it's interesting because I mean you you saw him put some similar amount on uh Tank Davis um for that fight. So I'm not saying anything it's guaranteed. I don't know if the Nuggets will win in five. I think that's a bit crazy, uh a little bit, but I'm rolling with it just because I mean, why not? But um I think six is more reason. I think six either way is like probably how this is gonna go. Um, but to put a million on it, um, whether it's his money or not, it's just I don't know. I think they know something. That's all I'm saying. I think they might know something. They may know something. Gotta be. Yeah. So they know, they know, they know. Um, okay. They know he's about to give that money up. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but cool, everyone. That was uh this week's episode of Basketball Babble. Um, you know, recapping the finals games, discussing the coaches, um, games three and four, what are we looking forward to? Um, all that cool stuff. So look for us next week. We will definitely be recapping um, games three and four of the NBA finals. Um, you know, kind of see who is primed to win it all um, at that point in time. But until then, um, give us a um, a rating, a review on um, our Apple podcasts and um, Spotify podcasts as well. Um, Sam, one more time, could you let the people know where they could uh, find you at? Sir, yeah, you can find me on IG underscore SS Wayne. Um, my Twitter itself is underscore I am Wayne one either or talk a lot on there and I inform a lot of people on sports on there too. Cool. Good stuff, man. We appreciate you joining us. Um, it's definitely been fun talking with you about Celtics and everything else is going on with the finals and the NBA at the moment. Um, but that's it for today's episode. Um, appreciate it. That's it for today's episode. We will catch you next week until then. Uh, uh, we're out. That's it. <laughs>